Hi everybody and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to To Be Candid with me, your host Amber. Once again, I'm sat in my bed and guys, I don't know how it happened, but somehow I've managed to time it so that the boyfriend is out of the house, which as you know if you've been here before, is a very rare <laughs> a rare thing that happens because not only are we in lockdown, but we're just both working from home, you know, no one's got really anywhere to go. And so every time I go to record a podcast episode, you can usually hear some like munching or typing or some kind of talking in the background because we live in such a teeny tiny house. But today he's out. He's gone on a lovely 10 mile cycle, 20 mile cycle. I don't know. It's far. Definitely not my cup of tea. I would much rather be sat in my cozy bedroom talking to you guys. So yeah, it's worked out very well, which I'm very excited about because it means I get all the time in the world just to chill with you guys. And today we're going to be talking about the truth about long term relationships and my relationship with Christian, which I always think is really fun because it's something that I would genuinely talk about with my friends, like over a cup of coffee or with a glass of wine. And I really want this podcast to be that kind of place for all you guys for us to connect so hopefully you enjoy this podcast episode I always start off the episodes with a little life update but I mean I don't really know if there's much to update you on as I mentioned lockdown is slowly lifting so I did go to the pub for the first time since December and I got a cider and I was sat in the sunshine and I was wearing a cute outfit and it was bloody fantastic I can't wait to do it more and even as I'm saying that I'm remembering that I currently have seven different bars booked for next week so am I going ham maybe but am I gonna have fun doing it hell yes and it's just so nice to be able to catch up with some of my friends in like a safe environment and just catch up on some of the fun times that we've missed out on being stuck in lockdown so that's one update I guess the other update I could tell you about is that I recently had an MRI I literally felt like uh, extra on Grey's Anatomy but I basically just have a lump in my wrist it's nothing major they just wanted to check it out so I had an MRI which was a really weird experience because I just never had one before the only kind of experience I had seen was on Grey's Anatomy which I just finished season 16 and it's so good I hope you're all watching along because my mum just got into it and she's now a dedicated fan so I hope you guys are too if you're not get on that Grey's Anatomy hype where have you been? But my MRI went fine. It was quite a tight space to be sat in or lying down in, but I went in feet first. So my head was out of the machine, which meant it was like not as claustrophobic, I guess. It's just flipping loud. And it kind of remind kind of reminded me of being sat on the tube where it's like you have a bit of vibration and like a lot of noise because that's basically all it was. Um, so I sat in there for about 20 minutes on Friday evening. Not not the typical way I spend my Friday evenings after work, but there you go. And I'll get the results back in May, so I'll let you know how that goes. But yeah, that's kind of everything that's been going on with me. So let's dive headfirst into my relationship. So I guess I'll start off with like a little bit of backstory. Me and Christian, my boyfriend, have been dating now for five years, which is a very long time. We got together in July of 2015 um, and then we like made it official or whatever you want to call it like he asked me to be his girlfriend 
in September of 2015. So that's our anniversary. I'm using quotation marks, our anniversary. Um, so yeah, five years, maybe even five and a half by now, which is kind of crazy considering I'm only 23. We met when I was 17 and he was 20. I think he just turned 20. Um, so yeah, I'm sat here now as a 23 year old. He's very nearly 26, which is slightly crazy. And we met at Sainsbury's. So if you didn't know, my first, or actually it was my second job, but my first proper job, I guess, was working in Sainsbury's in the grocery department, which is just like stacking cans of food and checking the dates on biscuits and throwing away all the stuff that's gone out of date. Very glamorous, but it prayed, it prayed, it played paid oh my god what just happened to my brain it paid pretty well and it was super local to my house and my mum shopped in Sainsbury's so she used the discount and she was a big fan of me working there to be honest and I was there for like two years I think and Christian worked there as well the whole time I was there but he was on a different department where he would like stack the CDs and DVDs and answer people's like technical questions about TVs and radios and stuff and so we went like hanging out during shifts or anything and he was there for like a well we both were there for I guess think about a year or a year and a half before we noticed each other which is really strange to have like worked in the same building as someone for a year and a half and not thought anything of them um but we would only have like a couple of shifts a week at the same time and like I said we were on different departments but I really vividly remember, and I'm going to retell the story, this story I told on my Valentine's Day episode with Christian, he was actually on the podcast as well, so you can go listen to his version of the story, but I remember it was like really late on a Saturday shift, and it was me and one other girl working on my department, and I couldn't find her for the life of me, I can't remember what I was finding her for, but I just couldn't find her anywhere, I was looking all down the aisles, and then I saw Christian, or Chris as I called him then, um, down a toy aisle like stacking the bottom shelves so I went up to him and I was like oh hey do you know where Sophia is and I to this day I like I can see it in slow motion he like stood up from the bottom shelf and turned round to face me and he had a new haircut and you could see his gorgeous face and his dreamy eyes and he said something stupid like I don't even know who Sophia is or something um sorry I can't be of any help or whatever but from that moment I had like I don't know, like like a, um, what do you call it? A crush? I guess you could call it a crush. A teenage girl crush, just because he had always had this kind of Justin Bieber haircut, you know, like really floppy hair with all the fringe in the face and stuff. And he had had a haircut where his hair was all pushed back from his face. And every time I say that, I always feel like Regina George when she's like, tell him his hair looks sexy pushed back. But that was me. His hair looked freaking sexy pushed back. So for the next couple of months, I made it very obvious that I liked him. I would just like chat to him all the time and we'd often get called to checkouts together. So we'd go on the same checkout and just chat and he would come down in his um, break and talk to me in the cafeteria and stuff. Um, but for some reason, I don't know if he was just a bit, I don't know, not aware of the fact that I liked him because it was a long time before anything came of it. Um, and it turns out one of my colleagues spoke to Christian's mum, who also shopped at Sainsbury's on the tills, on the checkouts, and said, like, oh, there's a girl on my department who really fancies your son. So, Jesse, if you're out there listening, thanks very much, because my relationship may not have happened if you hadn't have been such a gossip. But, 
yeah so then christian's mum went home and was like oh there's a girl on grocery who thinks you're really nice or whatever and then it kind of clicked for christian like oh hang on i think i know who that is aka me so yeah that happened um and how he asked me out was actually hilarious we were there's this bit in the warehouse where you crush all the cardboard of like boxes and stuff and he threw a piece of cardboard to go in this crushing machine and it hit me on the head and we kind of laughed about it I was like oh my gosh whatever both went home and then I text him because I'm a loser I text him on or message him on Facebook because we're going back a while I messaged him on Facebook and I said that I had a bruise and that he owed me a drink as compensation and he replied saying what are you doing Tuesday and so we went out for a drink on Tuesday and the rest is history well not really I'm going to tell you all the rest but the rest then happened it just kind of went on from there um so that was how we met the little backstory for you and from the very start it's just been very easy so I'm sorry that this isn't going to be the spiciest, juiciest episode ever, but we just get on and like we've never really had an argument, we've never really shouted at each other, we've never really had a falling out, like there's never been a break or like someone cheating on someone or someone talking to someone else or a point where we split up and then got back together, like none of that has happened as of yet, touch wood. But it all happened very smoothly, which... It was surprising because Christian was and is my first boyfriend I ever really had, like serious boyfriend, I guess. So I just got very lucky or did something very good in a past life that got me here, apparently. But yeah, I kind of lucked out on that one. But I'm going to be talking about like how the whole process happened from then moving into like a more longer term relationship. Because for people our age, I do find sometimes it's quite a mystery like when I meet new people or my friends introduce me to their friends they always look at me a bit like I should belong in a museum or like I'm some sort of odd foreign creature because I've been in a five-year relationship and I'm 23 like I don't think that's super common don't get me wrong I know other people have been in even longer relationships than that at this age but just the people I hang out with they always have 101 questions to ask me because they just haven't done it yet they haven't gotten to that point yet so hearing it from someone like their age is really interesting I guess like just finding out what it's like so I wanted to share that with you guys today so hopefully I can answer some of your questions but we started off dating for about a year I think it was in Bournemouth we were both still living at home because we were quite young and it was really fun we would just like meet up hang out it was pretty chill we'd hang out with our friends we went clubbing because we were young (laughs) that sounds awful to me now which is why I'm laughing but we went clubbing because that's what young people do in Bournemouth the nightlife there is really good I do have to say but yeah we just had a lot of fun we got on really well with each other's families we did wait a while before introducing each other to our parents or whatever but it's kind of harder to do when you live at home like I feel like it happens faster when you live at home whereas if you are in your own place you could go like potentially like years without having to introduce your partner to your parents whereas when you live in the same house as soon as you invite that person over they're gonna meet your parents but we were both very lucky in sense like we just got on with each other's families and still do which I really really love so much because it just makes life so much easier you hear all of these horror stories about 
parents-in-law, I'm doing another quotation mark that you can't see, parents-in-laws like getting really nasty or like jealous or really kind of stirring the pot and making drama and we were very lucky that we managed to avoid all that which was lovely um but then I turned 18 and it was time for me to go to uni and I had to make the decision of whether I wanted to stay in Bournemouth to go to uni which obviously would have been very easy for me I could have stayed living at home obviously good for my relationship because I didn't have to move away or whether I wanted to go to university in Greenwich, which is in London, so about a two and a half, three hour journey from Bournemouth. So again, not the worst thing in the world, but obviously more tricky than it would have been if I had stayed in Bournemouth. And there was a big part of me that wanted to stay in Bournemouth just because the course there was really good for events management, which is what I wanted to do. But I think almost the opposite happened where I didn't want people to think I was staying in Bournemouth for Christian. So I would rather move away, go to London, experience something new and be by myself just to show that I could do it and almost prove to myself that I could do it and that I wasn't limiting myself for a boy because I kind of knew that if I had gone to Bournemouth University and for whatever reason we had broken up or things had ended badly, I would have kind of resented him for staying in Bournemouth and not taking the opportunity to move somewhere else. So I followed my gut. I moved far away, moved over 100 miles away, which meant we had to do long distance, which I could do a whole episode about probably, is not the easiest cup of tea to take, long distance is not for the faint-hearted, but our first year relationship was actually, our first year relationship, our first year anniversary was actually my first day of university, so that's how it timed out in that scenario, but we managed it. We did long distance. We, well, how, how, where do I even begin? I moved to Greenwich. I lived on campus in the accommodation. Christian still lived at home. He was working for a CGI architectural visualization company at the time. And so he was like working nine to five, five days a week. And I only had lectures three days a week. So pretty much as often as I could, I went back to Bournemouth. So you may even question whether it was a long distance relationship because I went home practically every weekend in the end. And I started off only going home or Christian coming up to see me once every two weeks, which was manageable. Obviously, it's very difficult when you go from like, I was practically like staying over at Christian's house like every day. So going from that to two weeks at a time, is a huge adjustment especially when you're moving out of home so like everything to me was foreign I had no friends I had no family that I had like no support system so I really relied heavily on the relationships I had back at home in terms of my family friends and Christian so yeah that was kind of an interesting transition I guess and one that I did kind of struggle with um and I think it almost got worse like the transition was really tricky just because I didn't really enjoy the people I was living with so the less time I could spend in that apartment the better which meant I didn't end up going home every week and I think it was just what worked out best for me in terms of my mental health and my studies and things but I know not everyone is going to want to move away to uni and then come back every weekend like that's not really what you're supposed to do but that's just how it worked out, it's how we managed and it just helped things along a bit because we both had like 
the same expectations and what really helped us I think the number one thing in our long distance relationship was that we trusted each other wholeheartedly I still have girlfriends now tell me about like oh so and so doesn't like it when I speak to this person on a night out or so and so won't let me wear this kind of clothing or so and so doesn't like it when I like so and so's posts on Instagram me and Christian have never had that kind of conversation which I don't know how it happened because it was never like an agreed upon thing that we just weren't going to have that conversation but we've never felt the need to I guess because Christian like I said was my first relationship and he hasn't given me any reason to doubt him or like doubt my trust in him and vice versa like we were able to move away from each other knowing that we were fully committed which is a big conversation to have when you have only been going out for a year and you're still a teenager but it was one I felt very comfortable having so I don't know if that's just like when you know you know or whether we were just naive and it worked out somehow magically but that's how we managed but it did get to I think gosh was it I think it might have been third year of uni because I had yeah I had lived in lived in halls first year second year I lived with my friend and then third year I was going to be living with my friend again but also I just couldn't do long distance anymore like like I said long distance is not for the faint-hearted it's really hard and even though I was going home quite frequently not having your partner there at the end of a long day or trying to get hold of your partner and not being able to not having like a smooth line of communication not being able to like hold them whenever you want it was it's just a big strain on a relationship and I don't think it it can go on forever like I think all long-term relationships do have a kind of expiration date where you did I say long term long distance relationships have an expiration date where you either have have to decide to like separate ways or you have to decide to merge your lives together and move in together and that's what me and Christian decided so I did give him a deadline which I know makes me sound a bit like a crazy person but I was just super honest like I know myself so well and I was just super honest and said you know I can't do this anymore like this isn't fun for me doing this long distance relationship I need you to move to London or I need us to be see each other more frequently so would you consider moving to London he was like oh yeah I definitely consider it I was like great would you consider moving to London by July or June or something I think like or maybe it was August I don't know I gave him some month and he he was like yeah sure and within like a month he was in London which was insane he did it so quickly he got really lucky in finding a job and he was able to move into the house that I was already living in so it was super easy which lucky Christian oh my gosh I've just realized I thought I was recording myself also on my camera because I usually upload these to YouTube and I haven't been that's fine (laughs) I'm a mess I just started the camera and now it's throwing me off oh yeah so he moved up to London was that what I was saying maybe and yeah he moved up really fast so it was super smooth for him which I know is not everyone's experience of trying to move to London like sometimes it can be a real pain in the butt but he managed to do it very quick which I was very thankful for and I actually had the opportunity to go down to Bournemouth and help him move up and it's a day I'll never forget like packing his car getting him saying goodbye to his parents was so sad like they were both crying like really gonna miss him because obviously they like love him so much 
Um, but then I remember us getting onto the motorway heading to London and we both started crying because we were just so happy. And like the fact that we had made it, like we had done long distance, the long distance portion of our relationship was now over was just like this huge relief. And I felt so proud of us because there was a huge part of me that was scared, like so, so terrified about doing a long distance relationship because we were at such critical points in our life. Like I was going off to uni, he was starting full-time employment, like our lives were gonna look a lot different and we were gonna change a lot. And there was a potential for us to grow in it together or to grow apart because we were in different places, hanging out with different people and all of those things. And that is something that terrified me so, so much. Um, but we managed it, like we managed to grow in it together, which was great. So it just felt like the biggest reward being on that road back to Bournemouth, back to Bournemouth, back to London to start living together, which is something I think is so fun in any relationship. You always look forward to that. But after dating someone for like three years, I think at that point, doing long distance, all of that, it just made it that more intense, like the feeling. So I will always remember that. I really loved that day. It was just so, so great. And then I had the luxury of figuring out what it was like to live with a boy, which I had lived with like flatmates before in first year of uni and some of them guys, but obviously I wasn't sharing a bathroom with them. I was sharing a kitchen with them. That was a whole situation, but I wasn't sharing a bed with them. Like the bedrooms were completely separate, obviously. So it was kind of a learning curve, I want to say, especially when you're used to living by yourself or like in your own space for two years, like then having to share it with someone is really strange. And obviously I was super excited and super grateful that he was there, but also it was like interesting trying to figure out like, when do you go to work? When do I go to work? What are we going to eat? Do we shop together? How are we going to pay for our bills? And all of those kind of things. And I think at the start we did just treat it like we were two roommates sharing a bed, I guess, in the sense like we kind of did our own shop, but together, but we paid for the food separately, but we would cook for each other and we paid for bills separately and all of those kind of things just to make it a bit easier on us. And just so it was a bit of an easier transition than trying to like merge all of our stuff because we were trying out living together for the first time. It seemed a bit intense to like try and do that from the get go. The most funny thing I remember from first living together is Christian didn't know how to change a bin like how to take out the bin which is hilarious because now that's like one of his main chores that he does in the house one of his errands we like split the housework and he takes out the bins but thinking back to when he first moved in and didn't know how to is so funny because his mum is very full-on mum she like does a lot for the household so she would always like do the chores and errands and everything like that and I just remember Christian opening the bin and taking the bag out and then being like what now (laughs) and I just found it so funny because I had never thought that people existed in the world who didn't know how to take out a bin you know it's really strange so there were a few instances like that of just like I don't know getting a feel for it and like trying to split up the chores and make sure like the house was nice and whatever but it was just so much fun and I think I definitely appreciated it more having been long distance for so long that we could just have our own space together have our own time together it was just really 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 great and I really loved it we then ended up moving into a house with another couple which was so different which I 
I think I knew it was going to be different, but I didn't know how different. And I wanted to move into somewhere with a friend or with a couple of friends just because Christian hadn't lived with anyone other than his parents and me. And obviously the way our relationship's going, five years, whatever, he was never going to live with anyone else other than me. So I kind of made the executive decision, I want to say, even though like Christian bought the idea to me, I was the one to be like, we're doing it. He was like, oh, okay. Um, just so that we could have a bit of fun and experience something a little bit different before we like go down the road of buying houses and all that crap, which is not happening anytime soon. But before that happened, whilst we were still young spring chickens, I wanted to be able to have that experience of like living in a house with other people with my boyfriend and stuff. So we moved in with another couple that he worked with and it was so much fun, just super different, especially because lockdown hit then so it was like the boys versus the girls almost instead of like couples but then sometimes it would be like couple versus couple in terms of like who's in the kitchen who's cooking who's having a movie night who's having a games night so that was really interesting and was a lot of fun very different from like obviously having your own space because you know you can't walk around naked and sometimes people can hear you doing naughty business and stuff so that was kind of interesting to figure out but we were there for a year And then we had to move house. We had to move out of that apartment, which I'm sure you're all aware of because I did an episode on it. But we're now living in Brixton, back on our own in our little house. And we love it so much. I think it's the same as the long distance portion of our relationship in the sense that we lived with other people for a year. So now that we're living by ourselves again, we really, really appreciate it just because... The space is entirely ours. We don't have to worry about who's in the shower or who's using the kitchen because it's us. And I don't know if this is TMI, but like, I don't have to worry about closing the bathroom door. I can walk around naked if I want to. Like, it's just a great time. It just is so much less to think about, I guess, which obviously it depends who you are. Maybe you walk around naked regardless, but that's just not really (laughs) my style. So the fact that now we live alone together and we can watch whatever we want on tv and put on a load of laundry whenever we want and whatever is just a little bit of nice peace of mind and we have really been enjoying living together i don't think that i have any complaints about christian in terms of like living with a boyfriend he does stay up a lot later than me but maybe that would be my only complaint is like sometimes he'll stay up till like 3 4 a.m and he can be quite loud on his pc games and stuff but I'm sure he'd have 101 things that he could tell you that I do that bug him living with me. But for the most part, we do it pretty well. We've had quite a bit of practice now. I think we've been living together for nearly three years, I want to say. So we've been doing all right. We've kind of got the hang of it by now. In terms of what it was like being in a long-term relationship in lockdown, I was kind of worried to see what was going to happen. Now, me and Christian have spent a lot of time together over the years, especially when, like, I we would both be on summer holiday from university or something because we'd spend, like, months together and I would, like, stay at his house every night. So we had we knew we could spend a lot of time together, but obviously we had grown up and both had jobs and stuff. So that was kind of interesting to see how that was going to happen because I know, obviously... Some relationships really flourished during lockdown, but some of them didn't. Some of them, like, dwindled during lockdown just because of the pressures of being together every day and not seeing anyone else, not having any, like, buffer between you. can be difficult sometimes. So 
I think we managed okay. We didn't necessarily have any arguments or anything. I will say we probably annoyed each other more than ever before. But I think that's normal just because we are around each other 24-7. So it gets to the point where even like his breathing will be bugging me. And it's just because I'm irritable that day or I'm having a bad day or I'm stressed out over a deadline or something. And he has the same kind of days. So there can be like a lot of friction, I guess, between us. But because we're not really people that argue a lot or like yell at each other or necessarily snap really quickly or anything, it kind of works out because we have like slightly heated moments and then it kind of fizzles out and we forget about it. We're not ones to hold a grudge, which I think is key during lockdown because if you're holding a grudge, there's no nowhere to put that energy except on like each other. Do you know what I mean? So I just think that would be an absolute nightmare. So I'm very happy that that's not a trait that we seem to have at the moment, at least. But yeah, I think lockdown's been all right. I actually did um, my love language quiz the other day just to see like how anything has changed. And my quality time has gone up. Like, I much prefer quality time now. Which is interesting having been in lockdown for, like, a year with my significant other. So I must be enjoying it. Some part of me is enjoying it because I'm putting more emphasis on quality time. So there you go. Then I think to, like, round off this episode, because I'm getting very rambly is just to like touch on like some of the best parts about being in a long-term relationship and some of the worst parts about being in a long-term relationship I guess we'll just you know get to the good juicy parts I think the best parts or should I start with the worst parts let's start with the worst parts and then we'll end off on the best parts to, to end on a high um I think some of the worst parts for me personally at the start I was concerned because I was so young and because I was so in love with this boy and could see myself getting in a long-term relationship with him, I was terrified that something was going to go wrong when... Well, I guess I still slightly am terrified. Something was going to go wrong when I was like 30, 40, 50, whatever. And then I would regret not having like dated around when I was younger because I have barely like kissed anyone, let alone done anything else with anyone other than Christian. So that's kind of a weird thing to experience and not a lot of people have experienced that because a lot of people date around especially with like dating apps now like it's so easy to date and meet up with new people um and that was not necessarily anything I had personally experienced so that was kind of a concern for me but I wouldn't necessarily say it was like a bad part about being in a long-term relationship but I guess a bad part about or like a a worry about getting into a long-term relationship early on perhaps Another part which I think is interesting, and again, I think it's all, like, worst-case scenario things, but, like, our really, our lives have become so intertwined now in the sense, like, my clothes... Or Christian's clothes have become my clothes. We have a shared joint bank account, which we do our savings in. His friends have become my friends. My friends have become his friends. His family is slowly becoming my family. My family is slowly becoming his family. Like, everything is so entwined. Like, we've bought furniture together, all of this kind of stuff. That if, for whatever reason, we did separate, I think that would be hell on earth. Trying to figure out how to detach from that situation so hopefully I'll never have to experience that again touch wood but that's I guess another worrying part about 
really being in a long-term relationship and making that step to kind of merge your lives together a bit more. And then I guess another worst part, which isn't really a worst part, but something sometimes I miss, is like the the romanticism is very different. Like like I said, I, I pee with the door open. Like me and Krishna aren't there's nothing we haven't seen between each other. Whereas before when you're like in a new relationship, you're like scared to burp in front of the other person or whatever. That mystery has completely gone. There is no mystery in this relationship whatsoever. Which I do think is a plus because we are so ridiculously comfortable with each other. And he is my best friend in the world and I can tell or do anything. And he won't judge me and he loves me freaking unconditionally because he's such a gem. But also the kind of cutesy, mystery, sexy part of the relationship looks a lot different because we're at a different stage of the relationship I guess but it's sometimes like he'll be like squeezing a spot or like call me to come and see something gross and I'm like oh I wish you wouldn't do that because there's just no mystery in this relationship but I think that's a good and a bad thing but it's just one of those things like knowing that I you may not have a first kiss again or knowing that like the butterflies when you first start dating someone. Don't get me wrong, Christian does still give me butterflies, which I think I'm very lucky to be able to say, but I'm sure it would be different in like the new stages of a relationship because when I remember like seeing Christian down an aisle of Sainsbury's, I wouldn't be able to breathe. I'd have to like catch my breath because I was like, had such a crush on him. And I think when you have like that much, you fancy someone that much, I'm sure you can all imagine the feeling that I'm talking about but obviously after a time that does kind of get toned down a little bit or muted a little bit so I guess that's the other part about being in a longer term relationship obviously things are going to evolve as your relationship progresses and you'll have new experiences that you've never had before but also you may lose some of the experiences that you had before in the very early of your stages of your relationship or they will change a bit. In terms of the best parts of being in a long-term relationship, I mean, it's just, it's great. And I know that's really lame to say because not everyone is in a long-term relationship and I don't want to be like rubbing it in your face or anything. But the fact that I know I have someone backing my corner who will be there for me until the very end, who loves me so much, who thinks like the world of me, who will do anything for me is like insane. It's such a nice feeling to have and obviously you hope to fulfill that from maybe your friends or your parents or whatever but getting it from someone that you feel the same about is so so lovely and it's super exciting to be able to slowly start to build a life together and to see where that's going like thinking back now to 17 and 20 year old Amber and Christian sat on a little table at the bar having their first date if I had told them like oh, by the way, in five years' time, you're going to be living together, like, talking about engagement and weddings and babies and moving to New York and all of these fun things. Would she believe me? I have no clue, but that's where I am, and I think that's amazing to be able to look back on all the amazing fun things we've done together and all the fun things we still have ahead, I think is super exciting, and it just, I feel like he anchors me a lot in my life, like, it a lot of the things I'm looking forward to are are to do with him and I want him to be there for all of those things, which I think is super lovely and, again, just a super exciting part of life. 
But yeah, I think I'm going to leave the episode there before I get too mushy. Even maybe this has got too mushy. Maybe you've had to switch off and debrief because there was just too much mush, which I'm sorry, but (laughs) I just wanted to have a bit of fun, talk some girl talk with you, talk about my relationship with my boyfriend of five years and talk about some of the good parts and some of the bad parts. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if any of you are in a long-term relationship or have been in a long-term relationship or whether maybe you're starting a new relationship which you hope will turn into a long-term relationship because that's super exciting. You can obviously go ahead and DM me or comment or what have you over on our Instagram at to be candid podcast you can also dm me on my personal instagram if you prefer which is at amber g taylor i'm pretty good at replying on there but i feel like my dms have been racking up recently so i I need to get on my game you guys are too quick so i'll be on there don't you worry but thank you so much for listening i hope you have enjoyed this episode if you have don't forget to go ahead and leave a review over on apple podcasts i love reading your reviews so so much and it's so fun to see what you guys think about the episodes and future episodes you want to see let me know all of the above i would love to hear from you but yeah thanks so much for listening and i will be back next tuesday with a brand new episode so hopefully i'll speak to you very soon bye (laughs) 